Okay, let's let's address this. Okay, you know, I am now a notable person on Twitter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good evening, Ben. How are you doing? Hello, Matt. I'm pretty well. Pretty well. Good. Pretty well. Okay. Pretty well? Yeah, yeah. You're okay. It got waves between five and six. Okay. Out of out of six or out of ten. Out of ten. But that's not Which, yeah, that's a it sounds bad, a... but it's just sort of humdrum, you know. It's fine. Nothing interesting going on. But you know, I'm sure we'll mm-hmm. discuss that more. Great. Yes. Um, what are we talking about? What are we talking about today then? We're talking about our favourite subject, alcohol, and oh. drinking in lockdown. You know, plenty of people have uh, turned to the old booze. We certainly have. And uh, yeah, we're going to be discussing my relationship with booze, my big news on booze, which people on Twitter will know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. what we should call the episode, my news on booze. It's, a, it's an episode we can point to, to, we can always say, you know, we're not trivialising alcoholism and drinking. Look at this thoughtful episode. Yeah. Yeah. Please sponsor us, Beer 52. (laughs) Drink responsibly. Okay, yeah, so you've... Right, you've you've stopped drinking. It's one for the books, isn't it? Um, Oh, the the, the background on our podcast icon is is booze, isn't it? Yes. It's... Historically, been quite a booze-focused podcast, really. Well, we don't really talk about booze. We did an episode about pubs, um, but the rest of the time it's just you know we just. I'm I'm sure the listeners can probably hear how drunk we are most of the time. So, I mean, you know, I've had a few drinks myself right now. Yeah. But now, now you're 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 clean living. What's that about? Well, it's actually. Do you know what? It's a good introduction to talk about the fact that we have the beer background as our our logo and everything. And the reason is because. For me, anyway, I thought, you know, wanted to sort of evoke the idea. You know, people, a few people have said, I think Madeline, who guested on our, Madeline Grant, who guested on the, a, f- a few episodes ago, said it was like having a drink with mates in a pub. That's sort there of atmosphere go. I try to create, and that's yeah. what, what's going on between us. Um, and that's kind of my idea of, you know, that that's what I like about drinking, that sort of romant- romanticised pubs, as you can tell from the episode we did early on. And... Yeah, that's that's the good side for me, socialising, you know, a bit of a drink in the sun or in the pub, whatever. But, you know, the thing, the problem is that I'm not always to maintain that healthy relationship with alcohol. It just, uh, like many things, tend to just uh, take a little bit too far. I believe in the concept of, <laughs> you know, everything in moderation, but I'm not a very moderate person sometimes, so... No. So I would say that it, I tried to get... I tried to, get out of the habit of drinking as much as I was last year, early this year. And then after a few, I won't go into detail, but a few setbacks and me trying to sort of rejig my whole life a little bit, um, I sort of fell back into drinking every day. And then my problem is also, you know, I drink every day and then have the occasional, uh, well, drinking isn't always my friend because there's, I've got sort of sometimes have a kind of dark cloud, you know, depression. And the, it, drinking to excess on your own is a very good way of 
leading you down a pretty into a down dark rabbit hole. You know, so I decided to try and get control of it and set some boundaries and got a bit of support from a key worker who I speak to weekly and part of that was uh, you know, I basically said I don't want to be teetotal because, you know, I like I like drinking and I would just want to just want a healthier relationship with it where take some of the good side and just learn to not be like a teenager in the way I drink. I just remember on the phone saying they said, "Oh, we do. Will you? We will ask you to for the period of the counselling, twelve weeks to abstain." I was like, "Oh yeah, easy, twelve weeks." And then after a few days, I was like, twelve weeks? That's 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 three months, isn't it? Twelve weeks? That's all, that's all summer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh god, all of my post-lockdown summer. And then then I had a bit of a sulk about that for a couple of days. And then since then, been mostly all right, but it's just a bit here and there. Get cravings, and sometimes in the sunny afternoon, weird things set me off. And they will when you when if you drink often, like every day or every other day or whatever, or you fall into patterns of drinking every day, and then a bit you stop for a bit and whatever. Then lots of things become triggers to you. Anything can be a trigger because you you associate so many things with drinking. I walk down a high street and think, ah, oh, love to pop into a pub right now. Or it's sunny sunny afternoon, love to have a drink right now. But, um, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's everywhere, isn't it? It's very you know just like a, a normalised drug in our society, um, and yeah, I can imagine it's it's very hard to stay away from it. I would find it very difficult myself. Um, the <laughs> what am I trying to say? Are you able to explain any more about like why it is that you stopped drinking? Is that are you are you comfortable doing that? Um, well. Um, you kind of like glossed over a little bit. Yeah, all right. Well, we've discussed before on the podcast about uh, issues with mental health and which have had some severe issues throughout the lockdown. It's not been the best um, environment for someone like me. Um, I was already, you know, off the rails in that sense before the lockdown. And so, yeah, um, drinking just makes that, that wet, a lot worse. You know, it clearly yeah. does. And... Although I've sulked a few times, the idea of taking a break and trying to sort of finally address my relationship with booze and be more careful about it in the future is, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm quite positive about that because I know it doesn't agree with me half the time, especially in the way that I that I interact with it. Sometimes, you know, it's just about if you can, you know, those first three or four drinks is usually the that's usually the peak of when you feel good and stuff. Beyond that. So, so is that the reason you stopped drinking? Then, because no, sorry. Well, had, again, had if you really want to work out, the reason I stopped drinking is um, on my I don't know twenty twenty first nervous breakdown of the last year. <laughs> um, mm. I, and I've mentioned this on Twitter. Unfortunately, one of those people where surely people look at some of my tweets and think, "Oh, it's flipped his lid again." But yeah, uh, I bet myself uh, committed some acts of self harm, which were some of which were quite severe, and I was very drunk. Uh, and that's it. That's the kind of yeah takes you to a dark place. That's not fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't. You don't really remember doing it. Don't remember doing it. No. And I've I've been yeah. having two appointments a week, going to a nurse to have it looked at. I've healed quite well now. One of them got infected for a bit. Absolutely disgusting. I was having kind of a manic episode for a few days, and you know, drinking that much can fuck with your head. Man. Really can. It's not just your liver. <laughs> but yeah. Mm. Yeah, sorry to push you on now. It's just like if you're gonna like put the content out on Twitter, I want to be like getting the the, the content as well for this no, no, podcast. It's, it's, it's like, so, do you know what I mean? Like, come on. There's been a few times like, where um, it's like top know. quality content. You don't want to waste it on Twitter. You can't <laughs> use it. Here. You got to use it here too. 
Oh, this is a funny yeah. episode, isn't it? Funny, funny, funny. Yes, great. <laughs> so, I mean, the first <laughs> week of um, having time off and I was contemplating, you know, going to see, oh, well, this summer I'm going to visit you, you know, go to London, a few other things like that. Yeah. Um, thinking, oh, I'm not drinking, that sucks. And I just sort of, yeah, trying to look at the fucking wounds I committed to myself and think, yeah, do your 12 weeks, mate, and have a good <laughs> think about that. Have a really good think <laughs> about it, you tit. Yeah. You know, um, because, yeah, that's not fun. You know, and I, yeah, I like drinking, and I, you know, as we'll discuss next week, I've enjoyed other substances, and then th- all of these things can be fun, but uh, you know it can get out of hand very quickly. And I am the kind of person who gets out of hand. So how how how, how long has it been now? It's been about. Uh, is it, so I don't know. It's been three or four weeks because I, I I was meant to start on the, my first appointment, but I actually started the first time I spoke with them and just said, "Well, I may as well just because I was immediately thinking, right, best get a few visits to the pub in before next Thursday." And I was just thinking, no, that's. Sort of against the whole spirit of the thing, don't do that. And I'm already yeah. thinking, you know, when because I, I put I'd looked in my calendar when it wasn't so that another date, which seems a bit sad, but I wasn't thinking, you know, I haven't put drinking day on there. It's really determined to get to that day and not be like, right, <laughs> ten beers, please. <laughs> I just want, yeah, I want to start as a meeting to go on sort of thing. I was thinking, whatever time after that, I might have a social occasion and try and start as a meeting to go on. You know. Um, because drinking, you know, lighten, to lighten the mood a bit, drinking can be fun. I have a lot of fun drinking sometimes. Yeah, and, of course it is. Yeah. You know, I think for me, it's a lot of drink, a lot of to do with drinking at home or drink, or drinking on my own. Or if you are drinking with someone, you drink, keep on drinking afterwards. And I just shouldn't do that. You know, I mean, um, just for me personally, you know, I know other people will be say, well, no one should do it, but you know, whatever. And for me, at a personal level, it's it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't work for me. You know, it doesn't do me any fucking good at all. <laughs> You put the uh, feelers out on Twitter, didn't you, to see if it, you were see if you were alone in your desperation. Yeah, that's a bit of anecdotal uh, evidence of um, what's going on in the world with our followers. We'll keep everyone anonymous, but it's quite a few people with sort of similar to how I started, um, just big, beginning of lockdown, all the boredom, I think. So, um, people, quite a few people have reported that they're getting under control, which is good, but. Um, I absolutely did. I drank at least a bottle of wine every day, often with a couple of glasses of brandy or whiskey. And this, this is a, getting quite a bit of this, where people are probably not realising <laughs> how much is. I mean, how much that actually is. Quite a lot of it. Yeah. I was trying to weigh up how much I drink when I was doing the assessment for my, you know, the support services. How bad is the problem? And it was hard to. I don't measure my drinks. I wasn't measuring them. I was just guzzling. <laughs> yeah. Um. Someone else said they've always had a rule of not drinking alone quite a good rule probably going to be adopting that myself from now on um, but into the first lockdown that sort of went by the wayside it was lonely mild depression working from home not great so started drinking a bottle of wine and that without thinking about it and then a few beers and a G&T yeah that escalates pretty fucking quick that escalated quickly that was mean for you so but it's <laughs> reporting that he got it under control God, there's a lot of people bursting about getting on alright Got it under control. Good for you. I know. I saw a lot of like quite um, sanctimonious like things. Yeah, I was trying to get um, them up in my notifications, but I can't be bothered to scroll anymore. Um, someone oh, else uh, drinking more and more frequently. I only just managed to stay dry sometimes, but the days that I do drink outnumber the days I don't. It didn't start with oh. lockdown, but it has aggravated it. Yeah, same here. Not sure why I'm telling you this. I guess I'm actually telling myself a home truth. Yes. Yeah, that's a tough one. When you start That's being an interesting demand. concept, isn't it? When you start saying the thing, then it's 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 suddenly you, you, it's the truth of it. It's like hits you in the face, and you're like, oh, I don't, this is not really very common, very very comfortable with this. It's just an, quite a common thing um, with people 
just immediately turn into it as a comfort and you know comes a, a learned behavior but a lot of people saying they're okay now so good for them you know not all still stuck bogged down in the trenches you know really committed to the drink fucking quiz cunts bit harsh on our listeners thank you for for people who left comments there's quite a few people out there you know and um, I'm trying to make my way from alcoholic to smug uh, non-drinker so smug like, cunt don't drink yeah don't drink you know I'm doing pretty well actually I find I don't feel sick in the morning and uh, get up and not want to kill everybody which is quite nice mm. uh, yeah. sounds overrated to me well, you know they don't, they don't get to they don't get to like stare at the TV bleary eyed at like one o'clock in the <laughs> evening every night. No, having the time of your fucking life, yet and they're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, uh, I mean I've done a lot of funny things when drinking. You always end up with good anecdotes, but you know, I don't suppose in a few years we'll be going, going looking back at the time that I was up late at night around Christmas time and strafed across the room because I'd lost the ability to walk and somehow got entangled with the Christmas tree and was wrestling it on the floor. Went to bed. Sounds like the kind of thing you'd tell around the dinner table. Well, <laughs> funny, but not so funny when your son comes down and is like, who's wrecked the Christmas tree? <laughs> oh, Apparently, my wife has got a recording. Santa. My wife has got a recording somewhere of uh, one night when she came down and found me rather inebriated and I was quoting Mr. Leahy from the Trailer Park Boys, a character who's constantly drunk. I was Two ways of doing impression. One, I was doing quotes and trying to do impression. Two, I was just that drunk. That I just being as drunk as the character, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, with, you know, I can't wait to go to a pub. Just that was over a year ago, and now you know, I'm not going to be going to one. Maybe to eat, but not to drink. So that's my mm. penance for this whole year and a bit of drinking, which we've recorded for posterity. Yeah, I mean, I th- feel like we should um, keep tabs on this. We should have like a... We should have like a Ben's drinking watch mm. and we should check check back in in future podcasts. So yeah. you said it was 12 weeks and you've done three or four. September so the 10th the is the official like, end of the, my full September 13 week stint. Um, so, so we might get like five, you know, five, five or so podcasts in in that yeah. time. We'll do, the, we'll do the drinking check. Drinking check. Time. Time. That's going to be yeah. a bit. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Hold, hold you to account. Yeah, I do need to be held to account and there's plenty of people wanting to do that. I was... Yeah. Very difficult to get away from it. So that's good because it means I can't try and get a sneaky one in if I'm feeling weak. If... I think maybe our smug cunt listeners would be interested to find out as well. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Go on. And I'll start a crowdfunder if you want to donate uh, all your money to. Because I need it for paying for. It'll just help, you know. If I've got more money, I've got. It helps my willpower. So mm-hmm. send it out. Hosp- hosp- hospital fees. £10 small, yeah. smallest donation. I'm sure mm-hmm. I'll Good. fucking raise a lot there. That was a bit of a fucking oh, heavy conversation. I thought it was going to be funny. I can't really, it feels like I can't <laughs> turn to... I think in trying to turn to funny anecdotes, talk about last year when it's been fun, but it's a bit hard when you're just saying you're a sad drunk. You know. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I mean, should we talk about something else then? Yeah, let's talk about something. I mean, I'm all right, everybody. I'm all right, it's fine. You know, I'm just playing, you know, this is necessary. And, you know, I've had a lot of good times the level last year. It's been, I like drinking, mm-hmm. you know? Seems to be the officer problem. So, Matt, this is the second bit where we talk about other things in case anyone's listening for the first time. 
Um, and we'll try and we'll, other we'll, shit. It's other shit. Other other shit. Yeah, come on. And we'll yeah, try and get let's American. get spirits up after that incredibly, you know, dour conversation. Yeah. You know, blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Um, I've pretty much already cleared that the podcast counts as a sort of so, sort of social. So you know, I'm not saying yeah. I'll never drink on the podcast Good. again. <laughs> um, Excellent. Unless I end up doing stupid things and have to quit forever. Okay, it's getting down again. Pull it back up, pull it back up, pull it back up. So Matt, you recently went on holiday. Oh no, I we did, yeah. not talk about that, didn't we? Because I've already talk, told the story about that. How was your holiday, Matt? With uh, the kids? Yeah, it was all right. I went, I went to Abbasock in Wales, mm. which is like the... Did, did, have you ever looked at Wales and thought of it as like a pig's head with two little... I've never done that, I don't think, but... It's, it's like on. a pig's head. It's got like two little um, ears at the top and it's on the tip of one of them ears. Okay. You don't need to Google it right now. Just 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 trust I'm me. Going to Google it right um, now. And it's up there. Um, and it was nice. Yeah, it was good. Went with my family, and we actually spent most of the week on the beach, which is mad, isn't it? Welsh classic Welsh beaches. It was like COVID didn't exist, and it was yeah, all lovely. And yeah, it was good. I mean, I, I say it was good. It was nice. I feel fucking knackered as a result of it, though. It's just like there's a lot of drinking, but like just drinking. the children, children really. Yeah, yeah that's the children it... really just trying to keep them alive. Yeah. Like you got to constantly be on, keep them alive and entertained and fed. It's just a constant battle, isn't it? Especially when you get onto a beach and they're, they're, you want to let them roam. And like, I'm just going to chill out here. And we're going to roam over there, but that's not. It's, you can't take your eye off them for a second, can you? Um, so, how's the potty training going with your with your so Charles Ch- Ch- Charles? Oh, it's good now. We bought. Do you know what we did? We, yeah. we bought him a potty that looks like a toilet and does the flushing sound. Uh-huh. That helps, yeah, and then we, he came on leaps and bounds from there. So he does pretty well. Though. He got the instincts pretty quickly. I, I think he'd probably be quicker than the old one, uh, George, who's just a bit of a lazy sod and couldn't be asked to stop wetting himself all night. Seems to have a different yeah. instinct, Charlie. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't have no real too many accidents now. It's good. Just occasionally, you'll see him, and you're like, "Do you need a wee?" And he was like, "Yeah," and then he just lets it out. Like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Because obviously I've forgotten the bag with your trousers in because I'm a stereotypical idiot dad who's forgotten everything. We're still doing potty training with Maggie. Um, she's, do- she's doing pretty well, although today she did something interesting we haven't seen her do before, which was um, take off her shoes and socks and knickers <laughs> and, and walk outside. And my wife was outside at the time. Walk outside and just squat down and do a shit in the garden. Oh, what? The little... What? Like a dog. Oh, man. Like a well, dog. Trained, though. Shat on the tomato plants. <laughs> did you just dig it in for a bit of fertiliser? Oh, did you feel Yeah, it? I mean... No, Katie picked it up. And ah, of course Katie did. Put it in the bin. Does mean, it, how, are you, how are you these days with, you know, the... the I, all that I was toilet. working. You wasn't... What? You're working. I was working. I was uh, you just oh, so, sorry, love. I'm working. I can't. Love to, but no, but how are you with the whole I shit situation? Have you still? Have you ever always been? Because now these days, nothing really phases me. You know, like was it last year? Last year when Charlie had really bad diarrhea, it sprayed all over the fucking wall, and I was just cleaning that up. I wasn't even retching. I was like, I've noticed. I was like, that's weird. Used to be when I first yeah. had them, I was like <laughs> putting t-shirt over my mouth when I'm changing them. Everyone's saying, you know, that's bad for them psychologically. You know that. That can damage them. They can fear their own. They can be ashamed. Yeah. I'm like, but well, it fucking stinks. Kidding yeah. me? 
when we're on holiday, um, we've got Maggie's like uh, potty that we take with us out anywhere. Yeah. Um, but when James, my older son, needed a well, older, you know, he's, he's nearly five, um, needed a shit on the beach, we we're like, well, just use just use the potty. Mm-hmm. But like, of course, he just does like these fucking humongous like man shits. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, the potty is just like, full of like big heavy shits it's like cleaning it out you've got to like literally pick the i mean i put i put like some of my hand obviously but lift it out of like a bucket of warm piss lift it <laughs> lift off that this like heft, hefty crap and yeah it just really wasn't that wasn't enjoyable so i did not enjoy that now that i was that's the closest i've been for, to gipping for around crap for a for a while actually we'll we'll get you sometimes we'll get you sometimes Uh, that's the thing sometimes charlie will disappear upstairs then come down you don't realize he's had a massive like how did that come out of you sort of shit yes they do humongous shit or sometimes when it when they start not telling you and and they're trying to do things themselves like you'll find the loads of toilet roll pulled off and some of it ripped and just shit all over the place handprints of shit and then sometimes they're like you know, to help it out, he likes to poke his own bum hole with his finger and then don't, touch I mean, things. don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> uh, that was right when George first started doing that. Um, we, we took him to, like, some country house and he was with me in a in a queue for ice cream. He was like, there, right there, there. He's there, he's there. Okay, look away. What ice cream shall I have? Look back, he's fucking gone. Oh, shit. Would be me who lost the kid. Panic, panic, yeah. panic, panic. Joe comes back. I don't know where the fuck he is. He's walked off. Panic, panic, panic. Running around like insane people, thinking all kinds of things. And finally walks out of the... So getting, getting staff members to look for him and, you know, alert people, look out for him. And you know how that, that sense of panic, I don't know if it's happened to you, but, oh, God, yeah. all kinds of things go through your mind. Um, Mostly just panic for the, his welfare, but an occasional thoughts of, oh, I'm going to get in the neck for this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Lost <laughs> the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so he just comes out of the toilet, the ladies' toilets, the pub, uh, toilets of, of this place we're at. And uh, so, where have you been? I've like, been for a poo. So, oh God, without telling us, it's kind of like oh, well done for the independence. But one, yeah. you just had a massive, obviously gross shit in the ladies' toilets. <laughs> Very independent of you, but sorry, ladies. And uh, yeah, you've got shit all over your hands and just all over your clothes. Oh dear. <laughs> good, oh, dear. Like, good, nice try, mate. Nice try. But yeah. I mean, sorry, I, I, that, that first part there, I was like, lady. I mean, ladies do big shits in of those course, toilets but, too, you know, I mean. Um, it's just weird. it's just funny that, you know, just, I, I wondered if there was anyone in there, just a little boy just wanders in. Yeah, just a massive dump. shit. See ya. I don't know if he smears, flushed it or what. Smears the place in crap and then he <laughs> off, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, as they get a bit older, they start to get more like, oh, you know, go away, go away. They want the privacy. I don't know if that inst- comes from mm. how you have taken... Um, cues yeah, from probably. me I don't know uh, or it's something you develop naturally I don't know but I find it hard not to because well, I guess it's to see how you behave and you know it's been said to me before like you should be really open about pooing in front of kids and but often like I don't really uh, want you know I don't want you there I don't like like I don't want to be talking to my son or my daughter and like and do my strainy face you know sometimes <laughs> you sometimes you have to do a bit of a strain don't you <laughs> Don't be doing my strainy face to them. When I'll tell you what, like, though. You know, do you know, do you know, do you know this is the kind of thing that people send you at work and you'll laugh about? You know the, uh, what's that squatting, squatty potty or something? Squat something. Squatty potty. <laughs> it's like adult thing for people to, you know, so you can put your feet up. Oh, for the for the hemorrhoids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's just for whoever. This is why all Chinese people don't have hemorrhoids. It, well, yeah. And, uh, uh, <laughs> Which is the, a fact. 
They've got, yeah, is it? You just put, yeah, that's a fact. Is it it's researched? It's a fact. fact. Factoid. Because yeah. they um, squat, they squat properly on toilets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, ugh, gross. It just doesn't work with my British sensibilities and whole yeah. neurotic neuroses around this whole subject, which maybe we should get mm. into. But anyway, yeah. So no, we're not going to do an episode on that. Well, not an episode. I mean, we've talked about shit for an extended period now. And all I'm saying, you know, is that they've, the kids have got a step, you know. Well, Charlie's got a step. Step up to the sink, yeah. step in the bath. That's quite, you know, that does the same role. I'm going to be sad when it's gone. I know. Yes. I was I was literally thinking that today, you know. It's yeah. like, oh, God. Well, so I'm glad that I've got a younger do- a younger one than my son because just, you know, I, I like having this around. It's a life hack. I'm just saying it just sort of. It's going to be hard to, like. Yeah, what what am I going to replace it with? Makes everything, Nothing, the whole process so. a lot smoother, that's all I'm going to say, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we leave the shit talk then. Maybe we should change it. <laughs> I don't know, it wasn't meant to just be lots of talk about shit. It just seems to have gone that way. The biggest news, I used to not even like the word poo. It used to, like, really make me cringe. Obviously, I lost, I lost that when I had kids. Yeah, now I remember... The word poo? Yeah, just like... Uh, just was like oh, no, that fucks... Uh, not really disgusted by it, I was just kind of like... Yeah, it just used to make me... I don't know, didn't like the word. But obviously, when it you got... pissed me off when people get disturbed by words, like give yeah, it's daft. It's daft. Words. I knew it was daft. I've been mocked for it before. It, obviously, that went with kids because you can't really, you know, mm. you got to dig in. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> so yeah, moist is always the one that people say. Oh, the word moist. Oh, it, feel, it makes me feel rough. Like fuck off. It's just a word. Less shy about pissing. I got real weird. Mo- moist. <laughs> moist. Mm, moist. <laughs> moist. Moist. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, make yourself at home, okay? I'm almost ready. One minute. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Let's let's address this. Look here, you know. I am now a notable person on Twitter. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I the week ago, you know, it was just the blue tick thing, the verification process application open now. You know, I 
saw it and thought, oh, you know, I might have a go. You know, never really been bothered about blue ticks. Uh, definitely not been checking all the time when that's coming back and thinking about trying yep. to get it. And yeah, I was quite surprised. I thought, oh, I thought I'd do a good case because I was able to post links to a lot of articles. I thought, yeah. So there you go. I am verified now. I've peaked. And um, I'm no longer going to be... I'm going to change the settings so I don't have to talk to non-blue tick people because, you know, uh, thanks for helping me get there. But I'm just a bit of a cut above now, you know. Notable, yeah. according to Twitter. Just like all the... Uh, you know, I'm hoping it will might help me gather my f- more followers and people will flock to me because I'm so authentic and notable. Yeah, oh, the others don't check the Twitter sense. things because Christ, like if looking back at my Twitter, it's like, oh my God, you don't say anything interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's so inconsistent yeah. my Twitter up, but with, along with my moods and when I can be asked, it's much less less and less commenting on politics. I think. Why? But how do you get? What, what, why does Why does Twitter decide that people can have blue ticks? How does well, that, they, they stopped it, it a few years ago because they, I don't know, something fucked up in the process with giving out white white nationalists blue ticks and stuff, and so they had a bit of. Got nervous about that and shut it down for what well, ended up being like three. I think it was 2017 they shut it down, so it's been quite a few years. And then they've opened it again. And I don't know what's different about the process. I'm, and you have to pick like a category of why. And I think um must have put whatever close to being a, a writer, I guess, and um <laughs> able to link to reputable websites and show consistent mm-hmm. output. And, and uh, there you go. I didn't think I was going to because, you know, I'm not employed by anywhere or anything, but I think the threshold's fairly low for people. In, you know, if you're a writer and you, you know, if you've got stuff published, then there you go. Blue tick. Well, I mean, it's, so it's good to have... So my life has changed some, now. Everything's, have, everything's yeah. different. Everything is different. It's good, and my life's it's just turned around some, since I got blue tick yeah. earlier today. <laughs> it's good to have some validation in your life, isn't it? Yeah, some. Because some. Ob- obviously your wife, your wife and your children, your friends don't provide that in, for you. Well, no, obviously, you know, you're just, you know, they're just there, aren't you? You know, you're not we're verifying kind of the op- the op- You're yeah, not making provide, me feel authentic. Provide. No, we provide the opposite, really. The opposite of validation. Tear you down now, yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be hard to tear me down. I've got quite an inflated ego now since I've got the blue tick. It's going to be something I introduced myself with. It's already on my CV and changed my LinkedIn to uh, blue tick verified. I haven't, but uh, that's obviously not true. Okay, rounding off... The next episode is going to be about drugs, well, you know, because we... Yay! We... <laughs> no, we... One of my favorites. Come on! I promise it will be... <laughs> bit, well, I think it's going to be more light-hearted than this one. It is. Um, but we're going to be exploring, you know, legislation, what we think about what the legislation should be. We hopefully, and I'm saying this now, he has said, but it hasn't confirmed, so it might be another one of those fake announcements that we frequently make. Hopefully, Ian Dunn mm. will be doing a guest monologue for us so you know look out for that based on his recent article where he argued that we should legalize drugs and basically the podcast i'm going to say yeah that's basically my position but how did i get there well, i've not always been certain about that plus we'll be talking about some of our own personal experiences of drug use uh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah let's just say you know when i comment on drugs and the, the drug market in britain it's not because of investigative journalism or why i know these things you know i've dabbled shall we say so we're going to be talking about <laughs> can confirm yeah, interview with a bona fide junkie, pharma junkie. <laughs> no, but what did I say today? I'm in love with inebriation. So someone like that who admits that is obviously going to wander into the world of drugs, and that's what we're going to be talking about next week. So not next week, in two weeks, I think. Whenever the and and follow us on at UnravelPod on yes. Twitter, please. And yeah. if anyone wants to go onto any of these platforms and reviewers to balance out the poor reviews. 
that some dickheads <laughs> have given us for just because they didn't like our fucking drivel or slurring bollocks. This is just two people pissed off their head talking shit. One mm. star. You know. Come on. You're not, we're not going to do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers. Drugs. Take care. Two weeks. Tune in. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.